Day 8 of the Novena to Our Lady With quotes from John Paul II's encyclical Redemptoris Mater This filial relationship This self-entrusting of a child to its mother Not only has its beginning in Christ But can also be said To be definitively directed towards him Mary can be said to continue to say to each individual the words which she spoke at Cana in Galilee. Do whatever he tells you. For he, Christ, is the one mediator between God and mankind. He is the way and the truth and the life. It is he whom the Father has given to the world so that man should not perish, but have eternal life. The Virgin of Nazareth became the first witness of this saving love of the Father, and she also wishes to remain its humble handmaid, always and everywhere. For every Christian, for every human being, Mary is the one who first believed, and precisely with her faith as spouse and mother, she wishes to act upon all those who entrust themselves to her as her children. And it is well known that the more her children persevere and progress in this attitude, the nearer Mary leads them to the unsearchable riches of Christ. And, to the same degree, they recognize more and more clearly the dignity of man in all its fullness and the definitive meaning of his vocation. For Christ fully reveals man to man himself. This Marian dimension of Christian life takes on special importance in relation to women and their status. In fact, femininity has a unique relationship with the mother of the Redeemer, a subject which can be studied in greater depth elsewhere. Here I simply wish to note that the figure of Mary of Nazareth sheds light on womanhood as such by the very fact that God, in the sublime event of the incarnation of his Son, entrusted himself to the ministry, the free and active ministry of a woman. It can thus be said that women, by looking to Mary, find in her the secret of living their femininity with dignity and of achieving their own true advancement. In the light of Mary, the Church sees in the face of women the reflection of a beauty which mirrors the loftiest sentiments of which the human heart is capable, the self-offering totality of love, the strength that is capable of bearing the greatest sorrows, limitless fidelity and tireless devotion to work, the ability to combine penetrating intuition with words of support and encouragement. At the Council, Paul VI solemnly proclaimed that Mary is the mother of the Church, that is, mother of the entire Christian people, both faithful and pastors. Later, in 1968, in the profession of faith known as the Credo of the People of God, he restated this truth in an even more forceful way in these words. 
We believe that the Most Holy Mother of God, the New Eve, the Mother of the Church, carries on in heaven her maternal role with regard to the members of Christ, cooperating in the birth and development of divine life in the souls of the redeemed. The Council's teaching emphasized that the truth concerning the Blessed Virgin, Mother of Christ, is an effective aid in exploring more deeply the truth concerning the Church. When speaking of the Constitution Lumen Gentium, which had just been approved by the Council, Paul VI said, Knowledge of the true Catholic doctrine regarding the Blessed Virgin Mary will always be a key to the exact understanding of the mystery of Christ and of the Church. Mary is present in the Church as the Mother of Christ, and at the same time as that Mother whom Christ, in the mystery of the Redemption, gave to humanity in the person of the Apostle John. Thus, in her new motherhood in the Spirit, Mary embraces each and every one in the Church, and embraces each and every one through the Church. In this sense, Mary, Mother of the Church, is also the Church's model. Indeed, as Paul VI hopes and asks, the Church must draw from the Virgin Mother of God the most authentic form of perfect imitation of Christ. Thanks to this special bond linking the Mother of Christ with the Church, there is further clarified the mystery of that woman who, from the first chapters of the book of Genesis until the book of Revelation, accompanies the revelation of God's salvific plan for humanity. For Mary, present in the Church as the Mother of the Redeemer, takes part as a mother in that monumental struggle against the powers of darkness which continues throughout human history and by her ecclesial identification as the woman clothed with the sun. It can be said that in the Most Holy Virgin, the Church has already reached that perfection whereby she exists without spot or wrinkle. Hence, as Christians raise their eyes with faith to Mary in the course of their earthly pilgrimage, they strive to increase in holiness. Mary the exalted daughter of Zion, helps all her children, wherever they may be and whatever their condition, to find in Christ the path to the Father's house. Thus, throughout her life, the Church maintains with the Mother of God a link which embraces in the saving mystery, the past, the present and the future and venerates her as the spiritual mother of humanity and the advocate of grace. Consecration to Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary Most lovable and adorable Jesus, who suffered your passion to save us, I adore your ever-glorified heart. You who willed, though being God, 
to submit in all things to Mary, your Holy Mother. In spite of my littleness and my poor love, I desire to respond to the immense love of your Sacred Heart, so as to unite myself ever more closely with you, I turned this incomparable mother, whom you have given to me. I consecrate myself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so as better to belong to you. I greet you, O Mary, Immaculate Virgin, Queen of Heaven and Earth, sure refuge of the sinner I am. Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the Father, mother of the Son, faithful spouse of the Holy Spirit. Secure in your hands, I renew my baptismal promises, and through you I give myself entirely to Jesus Christ, my King, my Saviour, and my God. I choose you today with joy as my mother and my queen and I entrust to you my life and my soul. I want to love you and to make you loved, to serve you and to receive from you every grace, so that you can make me worthy of Jesus. Incomparable Mother, to this end give me the grace to be amongst those whom you teach, lead and protect. To be worthy of these privileges, I promise to go to confession regularly, to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, to observe the commandments of God, to pray every day and to recite the Rosary, to be a source of unity through a great love for the Pope, the bishops and the priests, and through fidelity to the faith. Help me to flee from sin, protect me from selfishness, lies, impurities and all harm. Make me so perfect an imitator of Christ that I can, through your intercession and your example, come to resemble him in all things. And since I belong to you, O my mother, keep me and defend me, now and at the hour of my death. Amen. <laughs>